Hey, 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 family and friends. Welcome to another segment of the Daily Chronicles with your host, none other than myself, author slash Pastor Erica Timor. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My only purpose and desire is to make sure that each and every one of my listeners feel safe, welcome, and they are comfortable to partake any way they choose to. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome. As I move forward with this segment, I decided that when I started podcasting, that I wanted to be effective. I wanted to be able to encourage women and men. I wanted to be able to be a sounding board for those who feel that they have no one in their corner, no one in their life, no one that they can trust. I wanted to be available to each and every one of my listeners and give out positive content to each and every one of you that you'll understand that my only desire is to see you prosper and grow and to be happy, right? So with that being said, we often know that there's many of us, especially women, and there's men who fall into this category because sexual abuse is not just with women anymore. There's people violating boys and girls. And I want to tell you, on behalf of myself and everyone that's gone through what you've gone through, that is not your fault. I'm going to say it again, it's not your fault. It only becomes a problem for you when you allow the pain, the depth of what has been done to you, where it controls you, it consumes you. Then you lose. You lose out of living your life. Yes, it's unfair what they've done to you. No, I'm not condoning their actions. Trust me, I've been where you are. I understand your pain, but that's not what this segment is about. I want to share with you that there's power in forgiveness. See, we have to forgive our criminal predators who have violated us. Let me say that again and let me personalize it. I need it to forgive my criminal predator who violated me and those who covered up or who wouldn't believe that this person was guilty of doing the things that I said that they did. So there's power in forgiveness. A lot of us, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of us hold on to the hurt and pain. And as we grow older and as we get bigger, so does the pain that is tucked deep down. And because of what has happened when we were little or even older, no matter the time frame it happened, I'm unable to to 100% to, to, to wholeheartedly give myself unto someone to love me or for me to love them. That spirit of sabotage now takes rule over my life. Because see, the person that I trusted, that I'm supposed to trust with, with no questions asked is the ones that have violated us. And see, we come from an era where there's people who will protect our criminal predators but turn on us. Again, it's not about them. It's, this message is about there's power in forgiveness. 
And in order for us to heal and to live the life that we was predestined to live, that we was ordained to live, that we must learn how to forgive ourselves. It's not your, it's not your fault. So forgive yourself, beautiful ladies. Forgive yourself, gentlemen. Forgive yourselves and know your worth. It's not your fault that the person that violated you is sick. Right? But again, we have the tendency of growing up in families where people rather protect our criminal predators than the victim. So we are steadily sweeping the pain underneath the rug. We are constantly sweeping the secrets underneath the rugs. We are constantly sweeping everything that we don't want to be shared with the world or to come out underneath the rug, but yet we attack the victims openly. She's fast. He's going to be just like his father. They're no good. She's going to be pregnant before she's 14. Well, if she was being touched at five, come on. So now we're attacking the victims instead of healing with them, encouraging them, getting them help that they need. You want to know why Johnny's acting up in school? You want to know why Melissa is going from relationship, from relationship, from relationship? What was your role? Where were you for the victim, your beautiful daughter or son, a niece, a nephew, grandchild, whoever the victim is to you? But we allow these things to go forth because we don't want our business to be talked about. We defend more of the criminal predators than we defend and uplift and encourage the victim. So I'm speaking to everyone that knows someone that's in this situation or have been in this situation, whether it's you or whoever it may be, I'm here to encourage you to tell you to get up. Get up. Forgive. Because there's power in forgiveness. Because see, you got work to do. Because see, just like this platform, I decided to use my platform to help build other great men and women. I decided to use my platform to strengthen the ones who feel like giving up. See, there's a lot of people committing suicide because they can't seem to let go of what that monster did at five years old. When you didn't know any better. So I made up my mind that my platform would be used to speak the truth. Not to get revenge, but to speak the truth. So how does healing start? What does it look like? What does it feel like? For me, I never wanted to talk about it. For me, I didn't want to remember it. But I was so emotional. For me, I did the opposite. I tried to fit in with my criminal predator. I tried to fit into a family that didn't want my existence. And I tried to prove that no matter how hard I tried to accomplish something, I went back to school and got a degree. I thought they would be proud of me. I I did it on my own, but they only seemed to care is when I was down. And it wasn't in a positive way. It's only to condemn me to say, aha, aha. I told you she wasn't going to amount to nothing. The things that can break you. And I couldn't understand. And, and I fought harder to be in the presence of these people. But submerging the memories of what was done to me by these people. Is that anybody testimony besides myself? So I wasn't healing correctly. So here I am as a pastor and I'm, I'm preaching but I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding on the inside, y'all. I was hurting on the inside and I didn't know why. 
But when I decided to make up my mind that I was going to deal with things no matter how hard it hurt. And yes, and even sometimes today that when a memory comes across my mind, it, 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 it sends chills, that, that, that eerie looking chills up my body because it happened to me. I thought I was not normal. And I spent a lifetime looking for love in all the wrong places. And this is where I had to learn to forgive myself. And I had to begin to find myself in the word of God. I had to begin to speak life and walk faith. I had to prophesy to myself. I had to encourage myself like King David. I had to encourage myself. So I began to say things like, Erica, you are beautiful. You are kind. You don't need no one to validate you. I had to get into a place where I had to accept the fact that this is who I am. And I don't need anyone in that circle, in that past to co-sign on my success. So I had to first forgive myself and then I had to forgive the people who didn't believe me. And yes, sometimes it could be family members, it could be your mother, it could be your father, it could be your children, whoever it may be. I had to forgive them. I became cold as ice. I was cold as ice, y'all. And I couldn't understand and these people were laying wait when I come to share good news and I'm talking and they just waiting for me to say the one wrong thing so they can attack me. And I would walk away like a dog with his tail between his legs and couldn't understand what was happening unto me. I'm trying to help someone. This is a true story. This is my story. I've decided that I'm going to use my platform to help other people like me to get over this hurdle these obstacles that has held us down. See, I was listening to Eric Thomas and he reminded me that when Joseph was a slave in jail, he was a slave, but he was the best employee, the best person, and he served. And when he finally got his chance to be seen in front of Pharaoh, in front of the king, he had dominion over everything except for the wife. He had to remind me that whatever you do, do it well, do it unto the Lord. So I started writing books. And I started getting some healing, some peace. But then when people started reaching out to me, that's my story. Oh my God, how'd you come over? And I was, I was realizing, am I over this? Am I 100% healed? And I, I, I write about this. I write about molestation. I, I write about, I write about rape. I write about it. But what was it doing for me individually? I was helping other people, but I was still dying because I didn't realize I was still holding on to some things that I didn't even know exist. So I had to keep it real. So I have to keep it real with you. Even as a pastor who believe in God, I had to rely on God because there were some days that I just didn't think I would ever get over this. And even though I know God, that pain, I knew that pain, but I didn't want to harbor that pain with me anymore. I didn't want to give that pain any more power than it had. Because see, it was almost at the point that I was about to name this pain. This pain might as well has taken up residency because it was living within me, but it was living for free, not paying any bills. Come on, somebody. This pain that I was carrying with me since the age of five had to go. I don't want you living in my house no more. And I'm talking about my spiritual house, my spiritual temple. I'm talking about my body. I don't want you living in this house no more. Come on, come on, come on. I had to take a look at myself. 
I look good on the outside, but on the inside, the inward parts where man can't see, but only God. And I had to get real and God just hurt me. Why is this so hurting me? Why, why they do this to me? Why, why didn't no one believe me? How come no one didn't believe me? Why was my criminal predator still to this day get all the praise and I'm the outcast? I didn't understand that it was the part I couldn't let go and because I couldn't let it go I subconsciously begin to act out crazily around people that were guilty of covering up what went on so here I am today telling you that I had to learn to forgive I had to learn to forgive forgiveness is power and forgiveness it didn't break me so I'm using my platform to help strengthen other women and men, men and women who have gone through this, who have gone through, who knows when to go through this. We are here. I write about it. Y'all know I'm an author. Y'all can check me out on www.ericatmore.com. But I am now um, a life coach, motivational speaker, and this is what I do. I couldn't understand why these people wouldn't have my back or my best interests. But God said, I'm going to set you up. And he did. And he gave me this platform to use my voice, which is my gift. Because, see, I was battling with forgiveness because I didn't know who I was. Because I was violated early. And I went into survival mode. But I never really understood what my purpose was. What my gifts are. What am I supposed to be doing? But now today I know who I am and what I am supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be talking to you. I'm supposed to be traveling the world and sharing stories because see, there's someone contemplating suicide. There's someone who, who when they, by the time they hear this podcast, by the time it airs, they're contemplating suicide, but they're going to hear this. And, and, and through, the, through the moving of the Holy Spirit, they're going to be like, I was going to take my life. So I'm available. You can contact me at www.ericatmore.com or you can find me on Facebook as Erica T. Moore or author Erica Moore. I encourage you to let go. Forgive yourself and then get the help you need. You want positive people in your life that's going to build you up. Not feel like, girl, that's what happened to me. Well, boy, let me tell you. Nah, you want people in your life to say, come on, baby, we're going to kick this. It's just like when you know that you're dealing with a friend that, that, that has a substance abuse problem. Come on, baby, we can do this. You can, I got your back. Let's go. I'm praying for you. You need people in your life. Come on, get up. You're dwelling here too long. We can't dwell here. We can't stay here. Because uh, if you stay here, you're going to die here. And I'm not talking naturally. I'm talking spiritually. If you stay here, you're going to become stuck. You're going to become stagnated. And you won't move. And you're going to miss the move of God. The water is troubled now. Get into the water and get your healing. Don't stay stuck. Cry out to God. I know, I know, I know what type of God will allow this to happen. Uh, That's not his will, but it happened. But trust me, he's like, I'm right here with my arms outstretched waiting for you to run to me. I want to love you. If you let me. Allow me to reintroduce myself to you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Let it go. So find you an accountability person. Someone's going to tell you the truth. Someone that you're going to respect whether you like it or not. 
Now someone is going to have a pity party with you. And for those who are going through this and they say that no one's going to believe you, keep on telling someone until you find someone that believes you. Don't worry about your mom losing Section 8, your dad going to jail. Don't worry about that because or whoever your situation may be, these are just a few examples. Tell and they don't do nothing about it, and you got to protect yourself. No one just wakes up and say, oh, they touched me. Does that exist? People lie. Absolutely. Absolutely. And absolutely. But not everyone is lying. And trust me, if you know that's not that child personality, and even if it is, your child's not acting crazy for no reason. Or stop blaming them and find out what is going on with your loved one. But we can't stick around and wait for the adults in our lives to get it together. You got to take control of your own soul. Your own salvation. You got to work it out with fear and trembling. Because if it's about a place to stay or someone molesting you and violently violating you, then you got to choose you. I know people are going to lose housing. They're going to mess up on their government assistance. That's their problem. That's not yours. It's not yours. Forgive your criminal predators who have violated you. Forgive yourself. Get the help you need, whether it's through counseling, whether it's through church with your with your pastors, whoever may be, talk about it. It's not healthy. It's not helping you to keep it locked in on the inside. It's not. Let it go by letting it out. Tell. Tell until you can hear it, until you can get all the dirt and all the pain and all the blemish out. Tell, tell, tell. And then move on heal. There's groups like this. There's there's platforms like this. There's people you never know who is going through what you're going through. But baby girl, baby boy, you don't got to go through this alone. My grown sister, my grown brother. Yes, yes, yes. I feel your pain. I understand. I understand. I understand. And even the ones who trusted people to watch their kids. Oh my God. I understand. But let's begin to heal. And the process of healing should start now. I'm available. Reach out to me. Leave a message. I promise you, I'll get back to you. I promise you, I'm just not speaking or uttering empty words. I promise you, I'll get back in touch with you. I'll pray with you. I'll direct you to places where it can help you where you are. And if I can't find the inf- if I don't know the information, I'll find the information. I'll let you know that too. But what I'm telling you is that you don't have to stay stuck in the dry place that you're in. What I'm telling you is that you don't have to die here. You are not your past. But utilize your past to embrace your future. Ah, let me say that again. You are not your past, but utilize your past to embrace your future. Oh, come on, somebody. You are great. You are destined for great things. There are little girls and little boys who are waiting. There's a book that is waiting to be published by you. To help someone else who may not hear this podcast. Let's make a vow. Let's make a pledge that we're going to use all our platform to talk about it's not okay. To be violent, violently abused. But it is our place to forgive and to heal and to move on and to help others who fall into the same category as you and I once did. I'm no longer angry at the people 
who violated me. I'm no longer angry at my criminal predator, nor am I angry at the people who covered for my criminal predator. I am in control over my destiny. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you save the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. See, I have an expected end. And my expected end is greater than my beginning. Oh, come on. You should have got excited. My expected end is greater than my sad, hard, lonely beginning. Because in the beginning, because of my past, I was unable to gravitate to society that the time I was in. So I fell victim. I became homeless. I became destitute. I was downtrodden. But that was then and this is now. So I invite you under the sound of my voice through the moving of the Holy Spirit to make up your mind where you are that I'm not going to harbor this no more. I'm going to let this go. I'm not going to repeat this pattern. I'm going to break it. My criminal predator will not have power over me any longer. I release them in the name of Jesus. I place them in the hands of Jesus and I would not retaliate. I would not seek revenge. I would not trade places to be in a man-made prison cell because I chose to take matters into my own hand. I will not use my power for evil doing. See, that's what forgiveness is all about, is giving up your right to do wrong. You may very well be justified, but what are the, 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 the laws of the land where you at? What are the laws? What are they saying? Right? What are they saying? So I encourage you to cry out to God, to strengthen you, to move forward. Begin to write goals Begin to tell yourself, speak life into yourself. What is it that you want to do? If you sing, let's go forth. Let's, let's do something. If you write, let's write. Whether it's songs, books, plays, let's go. If you go with your hands, mechanic, landscaping, whatever it is you choose to do, let's do it. But no longer will we remain stagnated to our past. And if your criminal predators still have power over you, release it right now. Pray for them as if you was praying for your mother, your father, your loved one, even your children. Pray for them. Earnestly forgive them. Leave them in God's hands. The best revenge is success. Go on and succeed in your life. Go on and do great things in your life, but you got to start someplace. And the key is you got to start. You got to begin somewhere. How about beginning by opening your mouth and say, I no longer will allow this to consume me. So again, this is your girl, your host, author slash Pastor Erica T. Moore. And I encourage you to visit my website, www.ericatmore.com. Again, that's www.ericatmore.com. Leave a message, leave, if you have prayer requests, whatever you want to do, let's get together. Share this podcast, but most of all, listen and learn and grow from it. And forgive those who have trespassed against you as God forgives you. Again, this is author slash Pastor Erica T. Moore, your host of the Daily Chronicle, bringing you another podcast, another segment to help encourage and build the people. And again, this is a safe place. This is your safe place where we could come and there's no judgment in this room. I love you. Be blessed and continue to have a better than amazing day. I'm out.